South Africa's table grape industry is confronting a season of mounting concerns. This is as a port crisis, the port crisis and power cuts continue to trigger equipment breakdowns and delays at Durban and Cape Town port terminals, resulting in millions of losses in export earnings. And as the harvest season gains momentum, exporters find themselves grappling with significant backlogs, raising fears of a repeat in performance losses like last year. And joining us to unpack the hurdles plaguing this crucial sector in greater detail is Business Days at Danini Erasmus. Thank you so much for your time, Danini. Now, I must say that it was very interesting delving into the dynamics of grapes because I didn't even know that there was a difference between table grapes and grapes that you actually make uh, for wine. So now we know that table grapes are just the normal grapes that we eat uh, <laughs> straight from the shops. But just a, a way for us, the economic value of this industry, because we're also just trying to gauge here the kind of economic hit uh, that we could see from these headwinds. Mm. Um, well, your wine grapes together with table grapes is very important. So um, our three biggest agricultural exports from South Africa is table grapes, wine and citrus. And I think that's why when we are in the citrus harvest season, which is obviously over the winter months, um, we see we saw similar complaints this year from citrus farmers who export also experiencing problems at the harbors and getting their product out. Um, for wine, this is a, this is a bit less of an issue just because um, the product that gets exported isn't as highly perishable as fresh oranges and fresh table grapes. Um, the wine already being fermented, so um, it doesn't make that much of a difference if it spends a few days more at sea. Um, although. Um, even in that in that instance, when when there are huge delays in um, at the ports, it does it affects South Africa's um, um, the, the perception of South Africa as a as a reliable exporter. So it's it's not only the financial impact, but but also the perception um, impact that it has for for local agricultural exporters, and then just the table grape um, industry that we're talking about today. So that contributes um, between 13 and 14 billion in export earnings um, to South Africa every year. And, and it is quite a large um, employer in the agricultural sector because it is very labor intensive um, in the harvest season, which now stretches from November into March. Um, about 100,000 people are employed in the industry. Let's uh, head over to uh, the ports now. Of course, uh, these grapes are perishable mm. products. Uh, just how long are these delays uh, that were there? And, you know, are there any mm. uh, kind of initiatives in place for pr preservation uh, during the delays? Mm. Um, so the, the grapes, like from the farm, from the moment that they are picked, they enter a cold chain. And it's incredibly important that that cold chain doesn't get broken because um, that does help to um, to prolong the shelf life of the grapes. But um, some exporters are now experiencing delays at sea of about 14 days. And that, that brings the total shipping time up to about 38 days. Which, which can have material impacts on, on the quality of the product when it arrives at a dis destinations, which, which from South Africa is predominantly the EU and the UK. Um, Deneen, what alternatives then do exporters have in getting the product out of South Africa? And how easy or difficult uh, is it to actually use those alternatives? 
very small amounts of grapes um, do get flown to to premium markets. This is mostly in Southeast Asia and Asia, where um, where grapes often form part of of cultural or religious ceremonies. Um, so they they do earn quite a large premium there for for certain grapes and, and very high quality grapes. But for the bulk of South Africa's exports, and, and exports make up more than ninety percent probably more than 95% of, of all table grapes produced in South Africa. Um, there really isn't, it, it just doesn't make financial sense to to fly those grapes out to our, to our more traditional markets. So what farmers are trying to do and exporters are trying to do is to find a way to work around the problem as best they can. So they are using ports in the Eastern Cape. Um, where, where most of the grapes usually would go through the Cape Town and the Durban harbours. And, um, and some exporters now through the Cape Town harbour are making use of um, the conventional reefer ships, which means they don't have to be loaded um, at the container terminal where many of the delays do occur. And they're also making use of a privately owned FPT terminal in Cape Town where, where smaller vessels can... Um, um, can 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 be loaded. So, Dean, of course, the ports issue is only one of the issues facing the sector. There's also the electricity issue. Um, they've been mm. uh, in, innovative in this regard, uh, you know, uh, launching some form of a, pri a pilot project. Uh, I guess the industry is trying to find solutions for itself. Maybe speak to us about what they did manage to do in terms of uh, electricity and ESCOM and how that has mm. assisted the industry. Yeah, so as I said, it's it's incredibly important that that cold chain is not broken from the moment when the when the grapes are picked. So that means when they do go into into cooling and when they get packaged, they they have to remain below a certain temperature. Otherwise, the shelf life will be much shorter. With load shedding, um, many of the pack houses and the farms for their cooling facilities have invested either in solar energy or they're running um, diesel-run um, generators, which again adds to the cost of producing these grapes. But there was a pilot project in the Berg River region um, where, uh, where ESCOM has implemented load curtailment for, for farmers in that region, which means that they don't lose um, electricity, they just have to reduce the amount of electricity that they use, similar to the type of arrangement that ESCOM has with with large electricity users such as mines. And and this has worked really well. So farmers farmers are able to work together and decide um, who will who will be curtailing energy. So maybe switching off some irrigation pumps at certain times. And, and the industry is trying to negotiate to have this pilot project rolled out to other regions, um, such as the Hacks River Valley region, which is also in the Western Cape. All right. Well, thank you so much for giving us an insight on that sector and, of course, the headwinds that we are currently experiencing there, Deneen. Uh, that was Energy Writer for Business Day, Deneen Erasmus.